Hey guys, welcome back to the Kind of an Expert podcast, the only podcast where the guest picks the topic of every episode. As always, I'm your host, Corey Tindall, and this week we have a return guest and New York City comedian, Graham Cooper, to come by and continue our conversation about technology. Uh, the last episode that he did on the podcast, we talked about big tech. We talked a lot about the antitrust stuff that was coming on uh, to Apple and Facebook and all these other companies. So we follow up a little bit on that, and then we talk about uh, all of the cool technology that's coming out uh, for Mac and Windows and cell phones. And if you're into tech, you're going to love this episode. Um, follow him at Graham Comedy on Instagram. And come see both of us every Monday at 7.30 and every Saturday at 6 p.m. at Greenwich Village Comedy Club. We're doing stand-up at least twice a week. Um, Check our Instagrams to find all of our other shows. And with that, let's get into the episode. No, when I'm buying whiskey, I like to... uh... I like to get a different, different kind that I've never heard of every time. Bold. Be- How much variation is there in whiskey anyway? I feel like a decent amount. I don't know. I only know <laughs> a couple brands. <laughs> yeah, you turned twenty-one two weeks ago, so this is the first time it's you've so had I've whiskey. I've never had alcohol. Yeah, congratulations, Graham. Thanks, buddy. You have uh, Michigan's finest, which I had never heard of before. It's it's not. That's really good. Yeah, I do I do like it. But with okay, so like with other alcohol, tequila, I don't know tequila, so I'm I'm not gonna pick a random one most no. of the time. But whiskey, I've never had a whiskey where I've been like, I don't like this at all. So now I'm like, oh, mm. I'd rather pick a random one, and maybe it becomes my favorite whiskey. But odds are, it's not gonna be my least favorite whiskey. I'm just I'm 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 not as brave as you, I guess. <laughs> you have plenty of years to uh to start trying all the whiskeys in, yeah i know uh, like three brands and if if they don't have that i go well yeah but one of them is like some crazy japanese whiskey that it's i not had crazy it's never even had it's a pretty middle of the road well it's whiskey. crazy because it's like who i don't know it's got such a fancy bottle i it's just, just kind of it's square it is square, rectangular but it's got like paper on the outside like yeah, legit it nice. paper it's got like nice japanese writing on it yeah um no idea what it's called centauri toki centauri toki centauri they have like really expensive stuff and then toki's like they're very bottom of the barrel <laughs> cheap cheap shit well now that we've uh insulted them please sponsor the podcast well yeah uh, i'd love some <clears throat> send us a free bottle and we'll change our opinion or like on, bullet uh, yeah i mean so so that's where i'm like i will it's not my favorite but I will drink it on the rocks. I like it. I So I guess I have to clarify. When I'm looking to actually spend on whiskey, mm. that's when I don't really care what I'm buying. Because if a bottle of whiskey is 50 bucks, it's probably going to be pretty good. Yeah, that's fair. But there's maybe one person who really cares about whiskey right now. And it's just like, that's not how it works. This is my favorite episode. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> he's angry that we're being wrong about whiskey. He's also like, I appreciate that they're talking yeah. about my, my topic. You know what? Not many podcasts are talking about whiskey right now. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's all Rogan. <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> no, that's MMA, aliens, psychedelics, and woke culture. 
Uh, if you give them 20 minutes, it always gets back to one of those four things. Yeah, that's and fair. then if it gets back to the woke culture thing, it shows up on CNN because CNN has nothing else to put out now that Donald Trump is <laughs> no longer on uh, on social media. Um, no, but he had that new... He said he was going to launch a social media platform, but it was just a, a blog. It's a blog. Yeah. <laughs> it's you like, can't interact. It's, it's not just, even Tumblr. Like, he was like, know, we're going to make social WordPress. media. It's yeah. just... <laughs> I don't think you can even like it. I think it's just, well, really? here it is. I just kind of assumed it, it would have like comments and stuff where everyone would be like, we love you. And it's like all Russian bots. But I don't know. I haven't signed up yet. I am kind of intrigued to see what he's posting on there. That's why I said yet. I'm, 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 I'm <laughs> well, nobody's like nobody's covering it anymore. And I'm like, should yeah. they cover it? No. But also, I kind of want them to cover it so that I can uh, I can read it. It's like what it, it is like what's happening with the Joe Rogan thing. Mm. Like his recent thing was like all white men are going to be canceled and we're all going to have to live in the desert together. <laughs> <laughs> or some something like that. Like if you're a straight white man, you're going to be excommunicated from society. I feel like all the straight white men and who then, are in charge of society probably would try to stop that. Yeah, I but. think they would have a pretty big say in that one. Um, but the funny part was, or the ironic part, and I am a not defending Joe Rogan, um, everyone online was like, this motherfucker needs to be canceled, which would That's inherently that, make him okay. correct. You're not helping <laughs> So, like, him saying every straight white man is going to be canceled and then getting canceled makes him right to an extent. He's got the to biggest an audience in the world. What would canceling him even look like? Spotify. He'd, he'd lose his Spotify deal. Okay. So, he just goes back to what right. he was doing before. Exactly. Which yeah. is, if anything, a bigger audience than now mm. that it's not exclusive anymore. Yeah. I mean, that's... I am curious if his numbers dipped after... Probably uh, not. No, I'm going to guess the people that were like watching on YouTube probably went and got a Spotify subscription if they didn't already have one. I think they still put some clips up on YouTube, too. Yeah, they put like clips. Yeah, but not the whole episode. Right. Yeah. But it's also free to do it on Spotify. Like I did Spotify just to listen to like a uh, podcast. Very like interesting. Dice. Do you not have Spotify? I don't use Spotify. I use Apple Music. Jesus. Yeah. Even though it's a, the inferior product? How? No, no, I explain. Don't, I don't know. I was just trying no, to rile finish you up. your point. No, I was trying to rile no, you up. No, it absolutely, I've ne- it absolutely used, is in a lot of ways. I've never used Apple Music. So in a lot I don't of ways, know. it's an inferior product. Like the playlists making on Spotify, incredible. It is pretty, okay. Incredible. It's, Relative to Apple Music, is, incredible. Okay. Got it. Apple Music, garbage playlists. But uh, they just announced new, like they're doing lossless high quality audio for, yes. for no extra dollars apparently spotify is also doing that i it's bet just for coming extra money, out in though. like a yeah that i'm not sure about um most people don't have headphones that can yeah, handle lossless none of audio. apple's headphones can do it. right that's that's <laughs> the funny part yeah which is probably why it's free like if all of yeah. their even the surprising thing was like their headphones that are supposed to be the 550 dollar can't even do it. AirPods Max can't do it. Right. That's that. The whole point of that was like, we are going to take away customers from Bose because Bose like yeah. owns all of the luxury headphone. Bose and Sony really just right. control the noise canceling big headphone market. Well, now if, if Apple's doing lossless and their headphones can't handle it, it's like, okay. Well, probably can just uh, put out new headphones. I can. 
That's possible. They'll get the rush there, and then that'll be the second upgrade. Yeah. There was someone actually was watching a a YouTube like tech guy, and he got a hold of like the the air phones, air <laughs> AirPods Max, air, the big ones. They're still calling them pods. They're still pod is just means music in the app world. There's got iPod, it. HomePod, AirPod, AirPods Max. So he like took them apart, and he was like, "These are very cheaply made." Interesting. Um, which is interesting because the price, one, the price point is so high, but two, Apple generally doesn't make cheaply made shit. Maybe they're like, I think the construction may have been rushed, but like from what I've seen, the quality of headphone is still pretty high. Mm. So you're saying the quality of the sound is fantastic. Okay. And the, the noise canceling, he was afraid they were going to break. Yeah, that's which fair. is what Apple does, is yeah. planned obsolescence. <laughs> yeah. Not to say that the other companies don't, but Apple's kind of a little famous for it. Um. Yeah, it's good to be known for something. So know? what? So besides the playlists, which like Spotify's playlists, I like, but the issue is like, like the one that everyone loves is the Discover Weekly. Yeah. My problem is like I listen to metal from the two thousands when I'm running. I listen to like rap if other people are around or if I'm like working. <laughs> you just listen to rap out of peer pressure. No, no, no. Or if I'm working. Okay. Like, if someone's coming over and they're like, let's put on some music, I'm not going to play, like, fucking Slipknot from 2003. It's like, I'm not an animal. I don't, you really look like you would. Like, I, if, if I had to guess what kind of music you would play at any kind of gathering. Oh, no. Don't worry. I have a long history of playing Slipknot at gatherings. Um, but the uh, But then I have, like, weird dance stuff, like, electronic stuff, like, some pop. And then my Discover Weekly has no idea what to do with itself. <laughs> it's just like yeah. it's an unplayable playlist because of how different everything is. It's like I am yeah. in the mood for one tenth of these songs. So I don't know what is. What I don't is, know. I just I rarely do playlists. I, I I nine times out of ten do an, an album. Album guy. Yeah. Yeah. Even when I'm running, I'll just do an album. Mm. Um, I've done that. I've just been listening to Yeezus a lot recently because nice. that's. There's the, the the only podcast I really listen to is Dissect on Spotify, and it's a music podcast where every season is an album, and every yes. episode's a song, and they he just Cole Kushner just is the host. He just picks it apart, explains the the music, the lyrics, all the stuff. Very interesting, and that's the current season is Jesus. So that's what I've been. Gotcha. When I listen to like an episode, I'll listen to the song a couple times before and after. You know what's interesting about that? I was I actually was talking to my dad and. Uh, he he does not listen to albums. He's like all playlists. Interesting. And, and he, I for Christmas I got him a Spotify premium subscription for a year. That's nice. And so he's got, he's got Spotify premium, and he was saying that he mostly listens to playlists. And I was like, oh, that's weird. I mostly listen to albums. And he was saying, well, when I was growing up, all we had were albums. We couldn't listen to playlists. The only oh, playlist we had was the radio, and we didn't get to pick that. And I was oh, like, that's funny. I grew up just like mixing and matching songs on iTunes and then burning yeah. a CD. So like playlists, I'm like, ah, whatever. I'd rather get in the album, see how the artist wanted to put it together. Yeah. And now, so that was that, I mean, that was how I was for over a decade. And now I'm kind of like, you know, I go back and forth. It, it depends on what I'm, what I'm thinking uh, or like what I'm feeling. But yeah, that makes sense. I thought it was interesting. There's a nice generational divide there. Um, I don't know the last time I've saw or held a CD. Are you even older than CDs? I, 
I said that wrong. No. <laughs> no, but neither are you. <laughs> <laughs> I said that wrong. God damn it. <laughs> I think I had I think we had like like the little portable CD I meant players. to say weren't CDs obsolescent when you were born by the time you were born? No, we had CDs up until I was like six and then Gotcha. We had the the pinnacle of technology was we had this we had, had this tape player that had it was like the a headphone jack tape yeah player. with yeah. the yep we had that for our giant van yeah so and you had to turn the music all the way up because the loss on the audio <laughs> yeah. was just no I'm familiar garbage but it was so much better than listening to the radio yeah that it was like uh, I'll was blow these it. I'll blow these speakers out I don't give a fuck <laughs> all that Slipknot you're listening <laughs> it to. is the Slipknot I'm listening to. Yeah. Um, no. Surprisingly, the speakers are not what gave out on my stepmom's car. It was the brake one. <laughs> that was pretty fun. Not side. Yeah. Side. Side story. Someone cut the brakes. I was on my way Just to like a, like a like a wild card move from I, Always Sunny. <laughs> I wish. Like my friends and I would play pranks on each other. I would have been like, man, that was a good one. It was all we did was like we put a tree in my friend's trunk one time like we found a tree that had fallen over we stuck it in through the trunk and it was the length of the car what the fuck is michigan and then he was he was late for school one day and he didn't have time to get it out of his car (laughs) so he had to to drive this tree (laughs) to his car uh it was awesome but anyway i was i was driving my uh my dad to the airport i dropped him off and on the way back the brakes just stopped working and i was on like a 55 mile an hour highway oh god and so i had to start using the parking brake to stop (laughs) so i'm like driving like i'm getting up to like 45 50 and then a red light would come and i just like start pulling on the parking brake and i was like boy do i really hope i don't have to slam on the parking brake for something and uh, it really it, seems like you should have just gotten off the highway. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Getting up to fifty you know miles what? an hour. Again. It was kind of fun. I was like, I'm I gonna bet. give this a shot because this is a good story. Uh, we got home. We got a tow to the delivery per- or to the the Deal. dealership, and uh, turns out there was a leak in the brake fluid. So like the yeah. brakes were fine, but when you press the pedal, there wasn't anything actually pressing the the brake down. Um, and then it happened to my dad like a year later like the leak showed up again and he had to do the parking brake thing too my stepmom between the two of us just having a fucking coronary tokyo drifting around (laughs) the great state of michigan (laughs) right into the lake um so anyway spotify and apple (laughs) not good friends right now no they really hate each other so this is an update on uh, a little bit of the so the last episode we kind of talked about we talked about big tech. We talked yeah. about the antitrust issues. And in that time, since we talked about that, Epic officially, which makes Fortnite and like Unreal Tournament, big, like giant video game developer, yeah, has sued Apple over the exact antitrust issue that I was complaining about, which is the App Store charging 30% to yeah. be on there and then also putting competing apps on there. Well, theirs isn't much about the competition. Spotify is really the ant- is the, about the competition. Very true. Epic is just about the money. Very good point. Um, and Spotify that's officially the Spotify is not be, suing them. No, not yet. Not in the U.S. yet. Right. They're, they're filing with the EU just to like yes. petition the EU courts to investigate. I think the Spotify thing would be way more interesting than the Epic thing. Because mm-hmm. the Epic thing, as as we, we talk, is is still like we're, I think over halfway through the trial. It's not. You know, 
not done yet and it's just a bench trial it's not there's no jury it's just up to right. the judge um which is probably best for epic probably best but also like what's really going to change they're both going to appeal right away if any you know if it goes yeah one way or the other but i think the spotify thing would be way more interesting because that is real anti-competitive stuff it's like yeah apple just taking money from spotify and now they make apple music too and we'll promote that yeah and it's built into the phone right plus they have deals with google that spotify doesn't have yeah which is I mean, not necessarily anti-competitive, but it just accelerates the whole thing. For sure. And there's also anti-competitive suits against Google for that kind of shit, too. But the Epic Coming thing... Coming up, maybe. But yeah, Epic. The Epic thing is just, they're like, hey, Apple takes 30% of our money. Stop that, I guess. <laughs> uh, which well, is, the, the you issue, know, that's a lot. Wasn't it like, the issue was that Apple, if someone went on to their game... And they purchased something in the game, and it took them to the website. So that the, the it would charge. Yeah, the you, app store you probably works know. Like, so if someone downloads an app for ninety nine cents, Apple takes thirty percent of that. Correct. If the app is free, then it's nothing. The problem that Epic really cares about is that in app purchases, which is all of Epic's money, it's all of Fortnite's money, right? Because Fortnite's free to play. Yes. Those are also charged at a thirty percent rate. So if you right. spend five dollars on for, fake Fortnite money, right, which a lot of people do, a lot of kids do, then Apple gets thirty percent of that every time they do that, right. So Epic's argument is, and you're not even the rules even say you're not allowed to tell people that there's another way to purchase this. Yeah, they can. They what Epic does is they'll email you outside of the App Store ecosystem. They'll email you and be like, "Hey, buy V Bucks, which is fake night, fake." Uh, Fortnite fake money. Yeah. Fake. fake it is Fort- fake. It's, yeah. it's Fortnite money. They're like, hey, buy it on our website. Yeah. Uh, and you'll get a, a deal or whatever. But they're not allowed to do that in the app. Uh, and so what, what Epic did was they put a way to pay Epic directly in the Fortnite app without telling Apple. And so Apple and immediately Apple removed got big Fortnite man. from the app store. And uh, then they... Then they launched the lawsuit. Right. Honestly, a pretty cool move on on both parts. On Epic's part yeah. of like, it's we the, know it's you're the about glove to pull coming it. off. We know you're about to down. pull us from the App Store, so we know we can sue you. Yep. <laughs> Just and even Tim Sweeney, I think his name is the CEO of Epic, emailed the head of Xbox a few months before he did that play. He's like, "Hey, we're doing something pretty cool soon. <laughs> I can't tell you about it, but you know, keep your eyes open." Yeah. Just. Um. And Bill Gates was like, what? Sorry, I'm harassing some Microsoft employee. Sorry, I'm just <laughs> harassing someone at the company where my, ni- my wife's name is on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you can come down kind of on either side of the Epic one, I, I think. Like, yeah. look, if you're going to... You're in Apple's ecosystem. You could argue like, okay, good luck without us. Like, just try being on Android. See if you make any money. Right. Um, what is... Do you know the deals? And Epic gets... You know, they're on PlayStation, Xbox. So that was what I was going to ask about. PC. Do you know what the the contracts they have with Xbox and PlayStation are? Xbox and is, is less. That- PlayStation's the same. As far as my knowledge is, it's like it's 30% is standard. 
I think Microsoft is a little less. I think they just put it down to like 10 or 12%. So why are they going after Apple and not PlayStation? fucking cool dude um i know i don't know because <laughs> they're not gonna win against sony <laughs> i i think it's just uh i don't know tim sweeney's just keeps trying to be like we're, look, we're trying to make a broader point that the app store is an unfair market yeah. but at the same time he was asked on the stand if apple just left you guys alone but kept their practices in place for every other company would that be cool and he's like yeah absolutely yeah. So he's not really trying to be a martyr. He just wants his company to have more money. Yeah. Which it's like, that is literally his job as the CEO. Absolutely. So it's, 100%. it's hard to, it's hard to blame him. Like he's not the Gandhi of antitrust no. over here. That's supposed to be the government, which we've gutted. But, uh, anyway, that aside. So it's, I mean, it, it my guess, and I don't have any numbers to back this up. <laughs> always good but my guess is that most of their money comes from the app store definitely and it's not xbox it's not sony but it's i like if i had to guess i i don't know if it's most but it's it might it's probably a huge chunk to the point where they have the most to gain going after apple also there's a whole kind of sentiment around antitrust and apple because nobody else is trying to sue sony where epic kind of has this like quote-unquote partner in Spotify, and even though they aren't working together, mm. if they're both suing Apple at the same time for essentially the same thing, it kind of makes each of their points stronger. Even though Spotify's got a much better argument, for sure. And part of it is what came out. What came out in the trial too is that they're not going after Xbox because Xbox sells Microsoft sells the Xbox consoles at a loss, mm-hmm. and they just make money on the games, right? And the but then they're like, but Apple. You don't need this money. You make plenty of money on the devices alone. Yeah. You don't need this. Yeah. I mean, that's tough to... That's also very... That's a tough argument because you you don't want to say... Because then all of a sudden, like, you know, they could stop trying to make money on the phones and suddenly the phones get worse quality. Well, that's part of it, too, is like they're like, look, hey, also your app store, you, you know, in your earnings reports or whatever, your investor reports the app store seems to have an 80% profit margin. Right. That's pretty high. That's like historically high for any company ever. But at the same time on the stand uh, the other day, Phil Schiller's like their head of marketing and, mm-hmm. I, and Craig Federici was on the stand recently. He's uh, head of software. Uh, we're just basically saying, look, we've made all these advancements to the iPhone, the processors, the cameras, the accelerometer, the gyroscope, the LIDAR, all this mm-hmm. stuff. That all helps you and your games, but we don't factor that into the app store's operating costs. So really, if yeah. we were to, our margins wouldn't be as high. Right. Yeah, I mean... It, but you again, it's one of those where you could really come down either side of that. They right. are making a fuck ton of money on that. Yeah, and it's it's really like... And this is the point of antitrust why it's so hard to do. It's like, okay, what is the company? Like, yeah. theoretically, if the apps... If the phone can't survive without this app store gouging other companies then should the phone survive at all should the phone be twice as much money the phone can survive 100 percent without well right gouging so, right. it needs the app store i would argue yeah but it doesn't need to be they don't need to be charging developers as much as they are yeah but um, at the same time i kind of think they're allowed to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're you're 
surprisingly less on the liberal side than I am. In terms I don't think of they this, need to be. Uh, I think they would be just fine without that money. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, uh, they can do whatever they want. You know, they <laughs> they run the world. If so. you, you know, they put the devices in everyone ha- in everyone's hands. They've given you such a big consumer base. They've also given you such uh, such good tools like APIs and stuff and just access to all their advanced processing hardware that, you know, you got to pay a fee for that. You got to, got to pay to be on that system. Yeah. No, I don't, I don't disagree. It's the, I mean, the, the Spotify thing is, is really the thing that I have the biggest problem with, which is, uh, creating a competitor and then yeah, also that's charging. Where it, that's the other where it person. is bad. That's where it gets a little tricky, but let's, let's pivot to the other battle that Apple is having. Uh, with Facebook. That's a fun one. That is a fun one because Facebook is everyone's super villain. Yeah. Everyone hates them. Except Nobody just, would be mad if Facebook, they were like, we're done here. We're I don't know. My grandmother down. loves Facebook. So I think your grandpa is addicted <laughs> to Facebook, just like someone's addicted to heroin. Yeah. You wouldn't say a heroin addict loves heroin. I would. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> okay. Well, maybe it's not good for them that they love it. No, um, but they still love it. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I to think contextualize, week, if if Facebook disappeared, it'd be a week before people were like, "Boy, is my life better." <laughs> <laughs> to contextualize it, what what's happened recently is that on iOS fourteen point five, mm-hmm. uh, which everyone should update to just for security stuff and new emojis, you know. <laughs> What's really, I mean, we all want to do emojis. There's a Frisbee emoji, Corey. Oh I don't, my God. Come on. Is there not one already? That's, see, I, I think Android has one. Okay. Um, there's new emojis, and uh, now every single app has to ask you your permission to track you across different apps. Yeah. It's so like typically before this, an app could, like, if you looked on something at Facebook and then. They, Facebook could say, like, hey, Corey looked at X. I'm going to go tell Twitter. Yes. Twitter can then present you with an ad Well, Twitter would X. have to be like, hey, what did Corey say? Um, yeah. Then they'd pay Facebook. But now uh, each app has to ask your permission to do that. Right. And recent surveys have showed that only about 4% have given permission to be tracked. I was going to ask if you knew what the, what the stat was because, like, the first day that it came out, was like 20 percent um and it was just like and i think people have started to realize what it was and i think a lot of those early people just hit yes because they're like whatever i just want to get to the app i think apple have done a pretty good job from a pr standpoint of being like hey we're just giving everyone a choice yeah because there's no default option like normally on a menu on apple one of the options is highlighted already yeah to like kind of really push you to do that one uh, but none. It's just hey, do whatever you want to do. It's allow or ask app not to track. So it's pretty you know inoffensive language. Yeah. And just look, it's up to you. Do whatever you want. Uh, but then some some apps like Twitter and Snapchat, before they present you with that pop up menu, they'll take you through a few pages of hey, here's why we want you to allow us to keep tracking. Mm. Part of it, Twitter or Instagram, I think it was, was like part of it is to keep Instagram free because we make more money when we have targeted ads. Bullshit. <laughs> exactly. I mean, they, they do. Um, they do make more money, but there's no lying. way, they're, they're not going to charge people yeah. for Instagram. But, yeah. Uh, and so they do, you know, Apple let these companies have 
as much time as they wanted before the pop-up is presented to make their case. Right. Mm. Um, and even on the pop-up, they can make their case of here's why we want you to allow. Interesting. Uh, but yeah, it does seem like most people, the vast majority are really being like, Hey, please don't track me. Well, so here's, I mean, it's, PR move is exactly the right phrase to use because yeah. Apple is also tracking all of this shit where it's like maybe they're maybe really, not to they're the really extent not doing that Facebook as much is, as any of these other companies. But like most like Apple knows who you are, what you like and all this other stuff. Kind of most of their stuff is usually anonymized. Mm. So like anything Apple does track, they would present the same pop-up menu. Um and just any, you know, your location, all that stuff, it's all anonymized and just saved to device. Everything's pretty local. Gotcha. Okay. Um, no, they are. At least so they claim. They are. They do seem to be better than Facebook and Google in terms of privacy. Yeah, they don't make money from ads. They make the, money from charging you $2,000 for a laptop. Right. The other argument against it is, do I want to go back to seeing ads that I want nothing to do with? Yeah, I don't care. See, I, some ads I like getting, and that's where I'm like that are helpful. Okay, so but at I, the same time, the I've, ads need to be better for sure. I've curated my ad profile on Instagram to that of a billionaire real estate investor, <laughs> just for that's fun, awesome. just to see if I could do it. <laughs> Did all, it work? Oh yeah, nice. My ads are all for billionaires row like multi million dollar apartments. Beautiful. I got cent- when I hit when I got my first ad for Central Park Tower, which is the tallest residential building in this hemisphere. I was like, I fucking I nailed it. I am yeah. I'm at the pinnacle now. And that's that was going to be my point is like these ads are not good. They are targeted no. based off one click I had. I looked at shoes one time. Yeah. And every single day I've seen an ad for Adidas or Nike or something oh, yeah. along those lines. It's like I buy one pair of shoes per year and i look at them less than that yeah like (laughs) it's so i'm like okay these targeted ads definitely could be better but every once in a while i'll get a targeted ad for like a new thing that popped up in new york city that i actually want to do and it's like it's actually useful to me and so my question is really like i think what extent is this going to stop Instagram and Facebook from showing me potential things that I actually do want. I think Instagram, because the Instagram and Facebook are in a better place because people do a lot of shopping and a lot of browsing within the app. So they don't really have to get much outside information. Mm. They sell a lot of outside information. Like they sell information to outsiders, I mean, but they don't, I don't think they need as much to buy as much information about you because they already know they don't have to track you across different apps. They can track you still within Instagram. So, like, when I scroll on, like, your story, it'll be like, I'll be, like, looking at Corey's story and then Jesse's story. Your friends are fucking dumb. Yeah. (laughs) And then I'll get an ad for, like, a $20 million apartment on 57th Street. Beautiful. And I'm like, this is hilarious to me. And also now just I get a pretty ad. It's not just something dumb between stories. It's like, well, here's a gorgeous view of Central Park. And I'm like, well, that was a nice break. Yeah. From from my idiot friends. Yeah. I'm just looking at posters that like Eli posts. He's like, I'm on the pair tonight. I'm like, that's great, man. But have fun bombing. <laughs> Go check out Eli's episode, Getting Arrested. Eli Hobble. Uh, <laughs> Eli Hobble. Look him up. Um, you can find him on I watched Tinder, him. Field, Hinge, Bumble, and any other dating app you've ever heard of. I watched him the other day at the pair <laughs> over FaceTime. 
What? I was on FaceTime with Jack Byram, and we called uh, Arden, uh-huh. and he was just at the pair and just answered <laughs> <laughs> and just let us watch Eli bomb. That's amazing. I love it. Yeah. Um, I so, texted him after. I was like, buddy, rough set. He's like, how did you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the other thing that I wanted to bring up is, did you see, do you know the messaging app Signal? Yeah. Did you see their ads? No. That they ran on Facebook? No. So they used Facebook's tracking information to Mad Lib an ad to put on Facebook to point out to people how much data Facebook has. So this is, a, this is a an example one where it literally just says, like it is a blue square with the signal symbol at the bottom that just says, you got this ad because you're a newlywed Pilates instructor and you're cartoon crazy. This ad used your location to see that you're in La Hala. You're into parenting blogs and thinking about LGBTQ adoption. <laughs> and the whole point is they're like, get signal, we don't track any of this shit. Yeah. Facebook took it down. What? Yeah. Because they were like, no, this goes against our guidelines. And everyone's like, you fucking hypocrites. Yeah. They did nothing wrong besides use all they, the data they bought you this gave information them. from you. They bought the information and from them. And then gave you much money to run this ad. Yeah. I mean, there's like, there's one that's, really that's funny. like, you got this ad because you're a K-pop loving chemical engineer. <laughs> This ad used your location to see you're in Berlin and you have a new baby and just moved and you're really feeling these pregnancy exercises lately. And Man, it's they know like, me so well. And it's got like highlighted, it's got the highlighted words that it's added in. So like oh, that's hilarious. newlywed Pilates, LGBTQ adoption. about parenting blogs. Yeah, La Jolla. All of those were like just mad-libbed into this ad thinking about lgbtq adoption is that you're adopting a gay baby i don't know (laughs) i think it's you're gay and adopting a baby because i feel like if i'm adopting i don't think that makes it lgbt adoption i think it just (laughs) makes it adoption still yeah um i'm not getting into that but uh no Corey. what are you (laughs) (laughs) um but no i i thought that was the I thought that was the best ad. One of the best ads I've ever seen in my life. That's fantastic. Um, and Facebook took it fucking down. And Signal's like, I mean, Signal's a little bit sketch. It's a little bit, a little bit like Telegram. There's a little bit yeah. of alt-rightiness to it. Um, but at the same Signal, time... Signal, for those who don't know, it's just an encrypted messaging app, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a competitor to WhatsApp. Yeah. And which makes them taking the app down like ad, yeah, really cause, bad because they own whatsapp facebook they owns own WhatsApp. whatsapp right so they are essentially stifling their competitor from advertising on their platform which they're supposed to be open um so it'd be like but at the same time it's not a public space it's a private company I feel but also like, also like cbs do... isn't allowed to stop fox from advertising on their channel just because they're fox really yeah fox wouldn't really do it i don't think but they can't necessarily say like we're not going to run your ads because that's it's like a weird it's like a weird pseudo public service it kind of is in this country it's just it's really taken that way yeah okay maybe maybe that's not a great uh no but i get what you mean maybe not the best example it would be like it's unethical it would it would be like if fox was trying to show the football highlights from a game that was on cbs and cbs was like no because it's not we didn't you you didn't have the game that was our game so you can't use our highlights yeah type type deal um that's a fun so i'm ad. fully on apple's side for this 
just yeah. because they're beating up Facebook. Even if everything they do yeah, is yeah. not exactly what I want, I want them to beat up Facebook. Yeah. Yeah, no. Dude, Facebook sucks. I hate it. I don't... Ugh. Every time I've like I've asked someone recently, like, hey, like, what mics are there today or something? Like, hey, like, what shows are you going to Facebook go to? group? People are like, oh, time. check the Facebook group. I'm like, just can you just you're a human person that I've asked. So just tell me, yeah, where where you're going? I mean, everywhere's doing mics, and none of them are good. So can't <laughs> no. really can't really help you out too much there. But um, yeah, and then it's just like in the comedy community, especially like so many fights happen on Facebook. Oh yeah, and I'm not looking on it. And I have, and Chris Ryder will be like, "Hey, do you see what happened here?" And I'm like, no. "No, can you fill me in?" He's like, "Ah, it's not important." I'm like, "All right." Well, then well, why'd you ask me? Then, <laughs> because it, I mean, I get it. Yeah, um, but yeah, no. Facebook has uh, has gone in the tank, um, in the shark tank, in the shark tank, right? Um, Shout out Mark Cuban, sponsor well, of the podcast. What a guy! Yeah. He pays me friend in, of the show. He pays me <laughs> in Dogecoin, um, which has taken a real fucking hit lately. Are you following crypto at all? I'm, I, put, talk crypto? I put seventeen dollars into Ooh, Doge. God damn! So I, think be a one, I think at one point it was worth like two hundred dollars. That's great. Uh, Did you buy Dogecoin? What'd you buy? That yeah, that beautiful. Um, no, I don't. Other than that, I don't do any kind of like yeah pure the, day trading or, or crypto. I, I have a few things that I'm just like, well, we'll see what happens in 10 years. Yeah. No, that's that's exactly where I'm at. Um, but the entire market went down 40% over the course of last night. Because of what China did? Um, no. I know Bitcoin went down. Nobody 20%. actually knows I mean, China why it really did that. China cracked down on crypto, and then Bitcoin took a big hit on, on that. China cracked down on... China essentially said, this is a risky investment. We will not back it. And then, mm. but that was three days ago. Like normally cryptocurrency, and this is like the one of the upsides and the downside to cryptocurrencies, it's so reactive. Like, so volatile. The dip went down when that happened. But then this morning, there's like a rumor going around that they were trying to like squeeze, like people who own a ton of cryptocurrency were trying to squeeze someone out of cryptocurrency. Weird. And so they all essentially tanked the market so that they could like squeeze someone out and then buy it again. And this is like, this is information hey, down a lot right from now. an anonymous 4chan post that got reposted into a Telegram group that I'm in. Is it? Is it? Q? So this could is be Q QAnon. Is this? Is Q? Is Q back? It could be Q. He hasn't posted since I December. I thought HBO ruined Q. <laughs> Q hasn't posted anything since December. Oh really? Yeah. I didn't know that. And people are like, "Man, Q's coming back." Is this where we get into the Q conspiracy just... part of the podcast? <laughs> Um, so crypto's taking a, taking a hard shit. Yeah. I don't, I don't, it's just gambling with no set odds, which is just, yeah. Um, I like to think that Bitcoin is not gambling at this point. Like it's got as much clout as like if I bought gold. Yeah. But I just don't know after it can dip 40% in the course of eight hours. I just don't know if, if that's actually like a reasonable thing to to think anymore that being said i have not mm. sold any of mine um and no I'm as going far as i'm game. concerned i'm not a i am not a day trader listen to the cryptocurrency episode of the podcast i put 17 dollars. i could care less yeah. right i put a little more than that uh, <laughs> but the uh yeah oh no so i know anyway. people that put, put thousands into it and it's just crazy 
I'm like, you're just, yeah, no, that's dumb. You should, you yeah. shouldn't have done that. Uh, I mean, uh, it was going well for me for a little bit. I put the like, old, okay. I didn't, so I don't, that's why I don't do the day trading. Technically, I have put $150 into crypto. Okay. And I did it in 2013. I went over this on the cryptocurrency podcast. I did it in 2013, put it into Doge. That turned into 13 grand. I took that out and wow. I have reinvested that 13 grand into crypto again so technically i'm yeah. playing with house money because the only thing that i've ever put in is 150 bucks although that's not how human psychology thinks about buying things no but i'm so, with you on that as far as i'm concerned i i there's 17 dollars yeah. if i if it all goes off i'm like well great i lost 17 dollars. <laughs> how are you gonna eat this week I, i'll i'll figure out a way i got coupons but <laughs> coupons and uber eats deals yeah dude the uh <laughs> living large um I don't, that's, I don't, I don't fuck with the crypto. I just do like, I put in a bunch of money into like Delta and Airbus in like August. Yeah. I bet that's killing it. Killing. I, fuck. I should have done that. Delta went up like 60% since I put it in. God damn. Because they've just, travel's coming back. Airbus yeah. has gone up like 40% because people yeah. are buying Airbuses because Boeing's fucking Boeing's horrible. fucking up. I am at this point just convinced Boeing is just an evil company. <laughs> <laughs> it's so sad because they used to be so good. Like my step grandpa worked so there for 50 years and it was like Boeing, the American manufacturer. They're the largest like employer, Ford, the largest GM exporter in this company, Boeing. in this country. And uh, Grumman Northrop. But uh, wow. other, um, other big American company, Microsoft, or I guess Bill Gates specifically. <laughs> We're joking about him. Yeah. Do you think this does anything to Microsoft, their no. reputation? No. I don't think so either. He hasn't really been a part of the company for a while. Well, so report either this either a report came out saying this or it's a rumor that a report's gonna come out saying this. But I heard it on a, a podcast with like an actual reporter who works for the New York Times saying that part of the reason Gates got ousted from Microsoft was, was because of, of an this. affair. Right. Or like and he was like with a with a Microsoft uh, employee. employee, right? Which a lot of people are coming down on both sides of that argument. I don't think for like, did they do enough? Did they do the right thing? Were they supposed to do that? Were they not supposed to do that? Um, Overall, I don't think, I think it'll affect the company. On both sides, what? I don't think it'll affect the company much. Hmm. I don't know enough about the circumstances to be like, well, I don't know what the company did to respond or what they didn't do. They got rid of him. If it was, but I don't know if like if it was like a very mutual let's have a relationship kind of thing gotcha like this creepy billionaire was being a creepy billionaire yeah uh it just also seems that's what i wanted to say i was like all right so this nerd who didn't get fucked until he was 45 ends up being creepy in the end when he hangs out with jeffrey epstein all the time yet of course like i went to school with these nerds they don't get laid they get a bunch of money and then they get fucking weird (laughs) it's just what they do that's my plan that's a great plan (laughs) (laughs) it's <laughs> really gone off the rails it has gone off the rails um yeah anyway uh before the pod you wanted to talk about the new mac laptops or the mac uh mac books there's the new there's the new please iMacs and new ipad pro i think it's really cool what they're doing they're they're doing uh apple making their own silicon now so they're they're they went hey intel we talked about that on the last yeah they're like pod. hey go fuck yourself i have come around to them making their own chips oh yeah you were against that because just the vertical integration i understand the argument against it however 
I like if they want to say fuck y'all, we're doing our own thing over here, and then not like you know, uh, it doesn't really harm. It's Intel's fault, is what I it realized is. over the last. They year. haven't been innovating enough right. to make themselves. And you know, so that to me is competitive. Like if you want to do your own thing, it'd be like me getting mad yeah. at Netflix for making their own movies instead yeah, of Intel just taking really had a monopoly. Yeah. And then Apple were like, hey, you're not doing enough, so we're going to do our own stuff. Right. Uh, yeah, I think that's fine. Uh, but their M1 chip, just the first uh, Apple Silicon processor, is very powerful. Very mm-hmm. cool stuff, what they can do. Like, they put it into the iPad Pro, and that's coming out this week. And the reviews came out today. The new iPad Pro is faster than the top-of-the-line 16-inch MacBook Pro powered by Intel. Wow. So a, a tablet of, is is significantly more powerful than the top-of-the-line big laptop with fans, like, you know. Jeez. Uh, just because of the difference in, in silicon. That's pretty crazy. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, all, it's all working together. Yeah. It's not different parts. No, and so now these Macs that have the M1 chips, because it's the same tech that's in iPhone, you can run iPhone apps on your Mac. Because it's all the same ARM-based silicon, so they're all compatible now. Really building the walled garden there. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's how they get you. They go, Uh, hey, look at these pretty colors on the new iMac. Remember the 90s? And they go, and then people are like, let's fucking get it. That's how they trap you. So there's um, that pretty yellow iMac. I so I've I've been looking at new computers and one of the things that that you brought up that I want to get into is the fact that um, the reviewers you were saying that they didn't think the new uh, Mac desktop yeah was going to be powerful enough right there which is fair because a lot of these like journalists and video producers are like this isn't enough for me but just for everyday consumers great this right. is a great computer it's fun it's colorful it's pretty i don't know if yellow is gonna look good in your home <laughs> but if you want to buy a yellow computer now you can buy a yellow computer right uh but it does seem like most of like the tech enthusiast and professional world is waiting for like a more powerful version so that's it's, like a 16 inch macbook pro like they currently only have the 13 inch macbook right. pro so the people are like, well, when is like the better one going to come out that's made specifically for professional workflows, video editing, photo editing, yep. uh, you know, just more graphically intense work. Yeah. Um, it's, it's interesting that you said that because in my pursuit of a new laptop, I was looking at, you know, I use a Mac for work, so now I'm a little more comfortable with it. Yeah. The big issue that I have with ever buying a Mac is that I like to play video games every once in a while. It's tough to game on a Mac. Definitely. Um, but the thing that I noticed is that I feel like the MacBook pros are getting cheaper. Like when I was in college, the cheapest you could get a MacBook pro was about, was two grand or more. Yeah. And now you can get one for 1100, 1200. And it feels like they are trying to go more for the average, you know, middle class consumer. I Where in a contradiction to that, the new Dell XPS, which is their like top of the line, their 15 inch is 
like has a legit dedicated graphics card to it. See, that's like, the difference. They no are trying to graphics. go. That's what's going to make it a lot more expensive. Well, so it's it's not even that much. It's not even that much more expensive. I think it's fourteen hundred, where the oh, okay. MacBook Pro is twelve hundred. So it's not cr- it's not a crazy difference. But the dedicated graphics are going to give you. It's going to be so much powerful, more powerful than the MacBook Pro. For sure. So it seems like Dell is like we are going to move into more of a luxury. Like cre- they even have like the Creator Collection, where you can get a two grand uh, laptop with yeah. a really good dedicated graphics card but they're like we're going for the creators and apple is like we're gonna back off and go for the middle people and they're just gonna all meet in the middle i think of having a full slate part of what 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 they're doing is giving everyone who would typically be a entry level i don't you know i'm just using this for web browsing i'm just using Mm -hmm. this for like a couple word documents you know doing that's what macbook air was for that's what macbook air was for yeah they put that m1 chip which is faster than the previous highest end macbook pro right in the macbook air yeah so like hey we're taking something very very powerful and we're giving it to everybody so now everyone's got to step up what we're waiting for is for them to replace what was the professional workflow machine so like the mac pro the Mac Pro is like their big desktop yeah. tower. Can you know if you configure it right, it can go up to fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, right. Uh, it's only worth twenty thousand, but all the add-ons. But all the add-ons. <laughs> People are waiting for Apple Silicon to be in like that kind right. of a space. I think that'll take a little more time. They said the transition is going to take three years or two years. Okay. So that checks out. They're giving a spec boost to a spec bump to everyone. And now we're just waiting on specifically professional workflow. Interesting. But when it comes back to gaming, Apple could do like their hardware could run these games probably graphically next year. If like this, if they, you know, keep up their pace. Right. The problem is just these games are made to run on arm. Right. Architecture. They're made to run on Intel. I well, think, I, as far as I mean, in, I'm not Intel, very into gaming. Intel and, and AMD. And AMD. I, so it's, it's less. NVIDIA chip, well, so NVIDIA cards the and issue, stuff, it's always going to be more powerful. Not, yeah, the issue is always more the video card than the processor. Yeah. Um, I don't know enough about Mac hardware to know why um, you couldn't really game on them. But I, th- I think it really is what you were saying. It's just the, the configuration kind of fucks it up. It's, it's more yeah. of a Mac OS versus Windows than anything in the hardware, I think. I thought it was interesting at the Epic trial uh phil schiller who earlier i said is their head of marketing he's no longer their head of marketing i was wrong he's just his title now is apple fellow (laughs) which what the hell does that mean is he the guy that like put out a book that was like super misogynistic and everybody was all mad no that was the guy they hired for like 10 minutes and then they fired him got it okay um but this guy here phil schiller we went out on the stand and uh apple's lawyer asked him like what gaming stuff do you have yeah and he's like well i game on my iphone i game on my ipad uh but i also game on you know console i don't think he mentioned xbox or playstation i think he's just i do console, console. and then he also said i have a i also have a virtual reality auto racing setup and i'm like well you're a fucking billionaire of course you do or you know yeah, like you made sure. millions of dollars yeah, from apple like a you're a weirdo like one of those 50k ones that of are course. custom made yeah but then I just saw people like, oh, the lawyer knew, knew to not press him on what OS that is running because that would <laughs> definitely be Windows. <laughs> just... Yeah, or uh, 
Linux or something along those lines. Yeah. Um, yeah, just Mac for whatever reason just can't do it right now. Yeah. So so that's my that's my argument for not getting a, a Mac is like I I don't even hate the OS, although there are some things that I've noticed because I, I legit I use a Mac more than I use a PC at this point. Um, but I grew up with a PC because I work on a Mac and yeah. I don't need like with my phone and my smart TV. I don't need to I don't need to open up my laptop every day, um, but I do need to open up my MacBook every day. Here's the thing that is potentially keeping me from getting an iPhone this fall. And I have I have essentially decided that I'm probably getting an iPhone. Really? I have one of your own one and I pride myself on getting a different type of phone every single time that I get one. It's and an I realize personality you have. It's a little bit hypocritical for me never to get an iPhone, but also say I get a different type of phone every single time because yeah. it's always been Android. Um, and the reason it was always oh, Android okay. is that it was cheaper and I've always had to pay for my phone. My parents never paid for my phone, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Google messages. Sucks. There's but so many messaging apps on Android. They now allow you to message via your web browser on Chrome. And if I get an iPhone and I use iMessage, I can't message from my computer unless I have a Mac. I have to download the iMessage app, uh. which doesn't, which isn't on anything Windows. So if I get an iPhone, I How lose the ability. How often are you texting people from your laptop? All the time. What? Because it's just in the web browser. So like if I'm at work, it's just a tab that's open. But if you're at work, you're on your Mac. Yeah. Then you can use iMessage. <laughs> I, well, one, I don't you want it. You wouldn't on your work computer. Right. I want it like on, so yes, I could do it on my work computer. Well. But that's assuming I always have a Mac for work. Look, go all in, man. Join the garden. Join. <laughs> but then you get the the gaming issue. So that's, that's my whole point is that I can't. Because of the walled garden, and this isn't an, an yeah, antitrust argument, this is a either I can choose to game or I can choose to text from my laptop. Are you doing a lot of gaming? You playing uh, Warzone at 100, 140 FPS? What are you doing? Part of the reason that I haven't been gaming is because uh, my laptop can't run the games that my friends are playing. Because my friends play a ton of games, but they they are the type of people that are like, I have a desktop and I upgrade each piece of it one at a time as yeah. it gets obsolescent. So they're playing like GTA, they're playing Overwatch, they're playing. Are they playing Warzone? Uh, maybe. I need more people to play Warzone. They with. might play Warzone with you. Um, Among Us is the only game that we've played that I've been able to play. Yeah, it's a pretty. It's a pretty. <laughs> and you can play that on a phone. So yeah, that's not that's, a graphically uh, intense game. No. So that's that is my struggle. If I were to ask Apple one thing. It would be either allow me to message iMessage in, on the browser or let me download it as a native app on Windows or allow my Android to use iMessage so that I don't have to get an iPhone. Yeah, they're never going to do Which they that. will never do. And no. they said it in the trial. Yeah, emails came out in Discovery of just yeah. and them being like, hey, should we allow iMessage on Android? And they're all like, no. No, no. <laughs> no I have always said uh, they would be dumb to allow it. And I want nothing yeah. more than for them to uh, please give me iMessage because my coworkers are starting no. to not invite me places. Yeah, they're not going to do it. <laughs> they're not going to do it. My, my buddy at the bar the other day, I pulled out my phone to show him something. And he goes, 
how much money do I have to give you for you to get an iPhone? About, about $1,200. I was like, <laughs> like you're going to pay for it? And he goes, you know, if we're here for a couple more hours, I just might. It's <laughs> <laughs> like... All right, so uh, bartender, another another round over here, please. Uh, yeah, Let's we're gonna. It. Yeah, we're getting drunk tonight. Um, so anyway, that's that's my big gripe with Apple. I am less hostile yeah. towards them since the last time that we, <laughs> that we talked, because my hostility is more towards Google and Facebook at this point. Okay, I like that. Look at that. We you can be hostile eat. at everyone. There's room for, there's room to hate everyone, Corey. <laughs> there is room to hate everyone. You're right. Um, <laughs> the amount of hate in my body. It just came from all the Slipknot I used to listen to. And just hanging out with Chris Ryder. That dude is hateful. Hateful. Oh, my God. It's <laughs> like talking. He's downloaded Telegram multiple times. He's, like he's just never got never going to listen to this. Copies of <laughs> so. it. Hell no. Not to the end. <laughs> oh, no. There's no chance he got this far. Um, I mean, so the other thing that we were going to talk about was like the future of technology. Oh yeah. The but we only the, have yeah. like five minutes. So let's go with, is there something coming out, potentially coming out that you are like very excited for AR VR? We're talking like future tech that you can read an article about and go, that's fucking cool. I want that. No. What? <laughs> I think the you, coolest thing is just a lot of the green tech, electric cars, a lot of like carbon capture stuff, like direct air carbon that capture counts. stuff. That needs to be cool. But like people are like, man, Apple are going to release a new AR headset that's going to change the world. I'm like that's, I don't, I don't, I don't buy when it. When am I going to use that? Exactly. I think there are good uses for like the military and enterprise for like someone building something to have a heads up display. That could be cool. Yeah. Every day, just walking around, I don't need glasses on my face telling me to turn left here. I know where I'm going. Yeah. The only, like, the only use case I could think of for AR is, like, I'm on a road trip. But even then, it's like... But even then, you have a, a, a Siri on at you. Hey, you know, dying. I hate your, that bitch. I you're hate You're on her. the same highway for 600 miles. Don't I, change a goddamn thing. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's not Siri for me. It's Google, bitch. I hate her, too. Yeah. I gotta mute. I mute all the time. I mute. I mean, I it's the repetitiveness. It's the like exit in one mile, exit in point one mile, exit, exit, exit. Get off the fucking road. <laughs> You're turning right at this exit. I don't know. I like And then that. you get to the end of the exit and then at the light, it goes turn left and you're in the right lane. You're like, Jesus, you couldn't have told me this back there. Like, give me some heads up, <laughs> lady. Um, anyway, <laughs> I would take the technology that, uh, that just on a road trip goes like, hey, you need to pee? <laughs> There's a gas station a couple miles. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or like that just finds a bathroom. Find a bathroom. Million dollar app. I went down. I went. Uh, I drove to Georgia recently. Drove from New York to the, to, to the great state of Georgia. And uh, it was like the height of COVID. It was in December. And I was I had quarantined for two weeks before. So I was like, I, I don't want to stop anywhere. And, like go in a gas station. Right. And like blow that two-week quarantine you know for no reason yeah if you're gonna get COVID, it's in a gas station bathroom and in georgia yeah for sure um and so like i would just pull over on the side of the road and pee <laughs> you know what i'd rather be a sex offender than get COVID. yeah <laughs> that's not a sex 
but I'd pull up. I, one time Whipping I pulled your off. dick out makes you a sex I got off the highway and I went into this little <laughs> town and I found a park and I was like, pretty empty, no one around. Maybe I'll pee here. And then there was a bathroom in the park. I'm like, if only I had known. Oh, I just got very lucky. You did. I got very lucky, but uh, that's well, what you should be building. They have apps that show you where like electric charging stations are. There should be bathrooms. Why isn't there one for bathrooms? I bet New there is. York City needs more public bathrooms. Well, New York City needs less homeless people that are going to destroy the bathrooms. Or we need to pay more people to clean the bathrooms. How about we pay the homeless? Now you're thinking. Give them homes and jobs. Vote for Graham Cooper for mayor. He's uh, running against Andrew Yang this summer in the primary. Vote for Graham Cooper. Andrew Yang, you're not a Yang Yang gang? I hate that guy. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that guy. That the guy that I actually wanted sucks. is the one who's now in the lead. Who? The um the black dude who was part of the union in Brooklyn. Like he was the union borough Sounds head. Sounds like you know your candidates well. I don't. <laughs> I know Andrew Yang and I know not to vote for him. Yeah, that sucks. <gasps> yeah. It's uh we're not that's another episode. Yeah, maybe we could do the uh, New York City mayoral race sometime as a podcast. After I win. After you win, of course. Well, so th- consider this your your coming out podcast. Oh, I came out a long time ago. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. Where can people find you, Graham? <laughs> <laughs> out of the closet, but uh... <laughs> not in any closets <laughs> in New York City. Um, but you're getting back into the stand up game. Getting back into stand up. Took a little Welcome time back. off for for COVID. Uh, vaxxed, tracked, waxed. What all the all the good stuff? Yes. Uh, tracked. You doing heroin? <laughs> you got tracks now? Yeah, that's what that means. Got it. <laughs> uh, at Graham Comedy on Instagram. Yes. main thing. And, uh, He's the only Graham who does comedy. No, there's there's a couple others. Well, that's not what your t- uh, username says. That's true. At Graham Comedy. At Graham Comedy. Instagram. I'll be at the you know Greenwich Pair. Yeah. Greenwich Village comedy scene. He'll be doing all my Greenwich shows with us. So come by Saturday. And Monday, 6 o'clock on Saturday, 7.30 on Monday. Let's have a good time. Yeah. It's going to be good shows. Follow me at Corey T Comedy. I'm trying to do more shit on TikTok. Are you going to get on TikTok? No. It's pretty great. No, I'm good. But people would like you there. I don't think so. All right. Well, we'll work on this off mic. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's do this again soon. I'll talk to you later. Later, buddy.